0: this week's episode of Book Bestie. I am your host Megan and this week we are going to be talking all about how you can get back into reading. I used to read so much when I was younger, kind of like primary school age really, and then I just completely fell out of it. I just didn't have the time to do it anymore I think was really the main issue. It wasn't until November really last year that I actually got back into reading and it was mainly TikTok's fault to be honest. I kind of paid my dues of reading It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover and it after a while but i i mean i don't know what i would do now without reading i slowly started to kind of follow more and more online creators different youtubers tiktokers even people that posted on instagram and slowly i just grew my tbr until it is at god i think it's like 200 and something now at this stage something insane like that that i will never ever get through and i will continue to grow daily But I just wanted to create an episode about how you can get back into reading and all about how I personally did and tips that I found helpful and just in hopes that I can get somebody else interested. Really quick as well, I just want to say a huge, massive thank you for all the love and support on the very first episode. It was really, really cool to see. Um, I was extremely nervous to post it and it was just really amazing to see so many friends and family and random people on the internet listen to the episode and enjoy it. So thank you so much for that. It really, really means the world to me. The first point that I have for this video is I think personally the most important. And if you are not gonna take anything else from this episode, this is the most important one. Don't put pressure on yourself. Reading is meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable. You're meant to be able to open a book and completely be transported to a different world. And it's just putting that pressure on yourself It's never going to end well. Don't focus on the number of books that you read. Don't focus on what's trending at the minute and that you have to read it because you don't. If you're not interested in the plot of a book, guess what? Don't read it. You don't have to. No one's making you. It's so easy to, when you get into reading and wanting to consume more content about reading, it's easy to look at all these huge, big people online and see that they're reading like, 20 books a week and thinking that that is what you have to do and it is so beyond far from the truth it's really honestly about what you enjoy and if what you have time for reading is a hobby it's meant to be fun it's it's not meant to be it's not meant to feel like a job it's not meant to feel like it's something that you have to do a lot of these online book creators that is their job to make content about books and You know, to read the latest releases that they get sent and it's not yours. So don't make it because you will eventually then start to resent it. I think it's very easy. I think even I really fall into it quite bad is that whenever I have a spare moment, I'm like, oh, I should be reading right now because I haven't had time all week. And it's just if I don't feel like it, I don't have to. You know, it all comes back to that pressure of if you don't want to read, don't do it. If you don't feel like picking up a book, then don't. You know, the more and more you try and force yourself to do it, the more you're gonna start to just secretly resent it. And it's gonna be really, really hard for you to get back into it. So as I said, most important point, pressure. Do not put pressure on yourself. The second point is don't be afraid to DNF a book. If you're not interested in it, don't read it. If you are 50% of the way through the book and you're bored and you hate it and the main character makes you wanna scream, don't read it. Put it down. It's it's completely fine. It's also fine to soft DNF books like A Court of Silver Flames. I tried to read it and I just couldn't at the time. It was I was not in the mood for Nesta, and I just put it down. And one day I'll go back to it. I know I will. And there's been so many books that I have started reading thinking that that is what I'm in the mood for, and I've just put it down and it's fine, I'll pick them up some other time, or maybe I won't. And again, it all comes back to pressure. Do not put pressure on yourself to finish a book you don't want to read. It's, it's pointless. You know, you're not gonna, if you're not going to enjoy it, why bother? When you read a book that you don't want to read, it can really heavily lead to a bit of a book slump. And that is the last thing that you want. I fell into a book slump last, over the summer, actually, I think it was, And it was impossible for me to pick up anything because I had just kind of forced myself. I had so much free time. I'm currently in college. I have a part-time job on the weekends. I really don't have a lot of time to dedicate to reading. So over the summer when I was just working, I was sitting there thinking I should be reading right now. I have to be reading. Like if I'm not, you know, what else am I doing with my time? And... It was just, it it led to a huge book slump. I just couldn't physically pick anything up. I didn't want to. I eventually just started to get really mad about it. And I was putting, again, all this pressure on myself, thinking I have all this free time, I need to be reading. But it just ended up me DNFing everything I picked up. I would read about a chapter, get bored, and then just switch to something else. So I have like so many soft DNFs on my uh, Goodreads at the minute that it's not even funny. I've been really trying as well to forced this point across myself about dnfing you don't have to make it to a certain percent in a book you know a lot of people are like oh at least make it like 50 percent the way through the book and then you can dnf it but i i honestly think if you don't want to read it do not read it you're just going to get bored you're going to put yourself in a slump and it's going to be awful and it's definitely something that i myself need to work on a bit more um Because even now, like thinking about Silver Flames, I'm like, damn, like I didn't finish A Court of Thorns and Roses. And like, can I really move on to Throne of Glass? Because everyone says you have to finish A Court of Thorns and Roses before you read um, Throne of Glass. So, but I just, I don't want to read it. And that's perfectly fine. And it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. Believe it or not, I'm not going to get my Goodreads account taken away from me because I've decided to soft DNF A Court of Silver Flames. (laughs) And I need to stop thinking that that's going to happen. The next point is have fun. As I said before, back with the pressure, you just need to have fun with it. If you want to read 20 romance books that all have an identical plot with just different character names, go for it. Why not? If you want to deep dive into a three series long fantasy that has immense world building to the point where it actually hurts your brain, do it. Why not? No one is stopping you, no one is controlling you, there is not a how-to guide on what you're meant to read and when, so I really, really think that it's just, it's completely personal. If you want to read only romance books and never ever go to a fantasy book, that's fine. If you want to read 700 fantasy books and you hate the romance in them and the politics is the best part to you, then that's incredible as well. Reading is fun, it's meant to be fun, it's enjoyable, it's it's something that you can really just dive into full force and not think about. So don't make it something you have to think about. Make it something that you just enjoy doing and it's easy. And as I said, if it's easy for you to read, 20 romance books, go for it. If it's easy for you to piece together the incredible worlds that are built in fantasies, then do it. If you're more of a thriller girl and you hate romances, that's fine as well. Go for it. And there's so many different creators out there who will be exactly what you need them to be in that moment and recommend those books to you. The next point is start small. As I just said about reading whatever you want and there's no guide and yada, 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 don't start reading and try to kind of get yourself into it the very first book you ever read and expect it to be an eight book fantasy that has incredible world building and 700 characters that all have actually really similar names and you're very confused at actually who's who the closer you get into it you're realistically going to want to start small even if fantasy is what you want to get into read a one book fantasy that you know doesn't go past that or maybe read Fourth Wing is actually an incredible book to get into fantasy with. It's very tame I think in terms of world building. There's not too much that you have to really kind of get a grasp of. I think that it's very focused on the characters I feel like more so than the world and of course there's politics in it. There's many different aspects to it. There's the whole magic element of it as well but I think in terms of fantasies it's a much tamer, easier one to get through. And then it is multiple books, and it will be multiple books. There's only two out so far. Iron Flame just came out there a couple of weeks ago. So if you really do love it, you can continue. And if you don't, then guess what? The world's not gonna fall apart because you don't continue on with the series. So just start small. Don't go into it with these expectations again of that you're gonna be like a book creator and read. 20 books a week and, you know, completely revolutionize Goodreads with how many books you're reading and hit your yearly goals within 10 days. Because it's not going to happen and that's fine. And also, even if you read a book and then you don't again for like two months and then get back into it, that's fine as well. It's just make sure that you do start small because it's, it's gonna, it's will benefit you really in the long run. You're not burning yourself out too quick. You're not putting, again, magic word of this episode, you're not putting pressure on yourself. So I definitely think that that is the most important thing. The next point is joining a community. I think it's so important to have a group of people around you who have similar interests. They find interest in the books that you like or the genre that you like or whatever. I think it's so fun to actually have a big community of people that you can just talk books with because I think it just, it makes it more fun personally. I love talking about books with people I love trying to force my friends into reading all the books that I want them to read because I am so beyond obsessed with them and I need somebody to talk to about them. So I think it's really, really important to join a community and feel like you're a part of it because it will just help in terms of you even processing things. I find sometimes that I'm at the end of a book and I sit there for a minute and go, what actually just happened? And I go and I look up a video essay about it or I look the plot description <laughs> and I read through it or I listen to somebody talking about it or I read a post online somewhere about it and it just makes so much more sense. It's just an easier way to process books sometimes, especially heavier books like fantasies and stuff. And also it'll just be a lot of fun for you after you read something like a fantasy and you see all these theories online. Going back to Fourth Wing actually, I listen to a podcast called Fantasy Fangirls and it's two sisters who go every. Every episode is four chapters of Fourth Wing, and now they're obviously going into Iron Flame now that that's out. But it's just so interesting to see them kind of bring together all these theories that I've never even vaguely thought of. But with Fourth Wing, it's there's so much that could happen. And again, as I said, it's a it's a five book series. They're not out yet. Two of them are out, but it's so interesting to see little bits of information that even so far in Iron Flame have started to make sense but seeing people that caught on to that and are talking about that and are so excited about that and then also with the book community I think it's just it's so fun to get recommendations off people you know you can post that oh I love this book and they'll be like oh my god then you have to read so and so and such and such whatever or you're gonna love this author because she's very similar writing style to this one and Like originally when I got into reading, as I said, I started reading Colleen Hoover and I was very much romance. I was like, I realistically, I'm not gonna enjoy a fantasy. Like I just wanna read romance books. But then I found Emily Henry and I started reading her books and I loved them so much. I love Emily Henry beyond words at this point. And I fell in love with her books and then it dropped me down a rabbit hole. I found Destiny Sidwell on YouTube who also loves Emily Henry and started to read through all the books that she likes to read and having similar love of different genres as her, it's so easy to click onto one of her videos. And I basically sit there half the episode with my Goodreads open, just adding every single book that she talks about. And then she is also a huge part of why I started reading Akatar, which is also my sister got me into it as well, which I should mention or else she's going to be kind of mad at me. But Akatar was something that I got off Destiny and, Seeing her now, she's even making videos of her rereading ACOTAR and like going deep dive into it. And to be honest, I forget a lot of what happened in Akatar. So I think it's really enjoyable to go back and to see these moments and be like, oh my God, I forgot about that. That makes so much sense now reading all the book. I think Sarah J Mass is also like a huge person of doing that, of having those that timeline that she has in her brain before she's even wrote the first word of the first book and going back and seeing all those little details and all those little nuggets of information that basically spell out everything that's going to happen and you don't even realize it yet. And it's so fun to have a book community to be able to go and yell about all that with and to scream about it all and hear other people's theories. And also like, I feel like the book community, I mean, most of the book community, I feel like in any community, there's always that handful of people that are just awful. But for the most part, (laughs) everyone is really, really nice and even if you have differing opinions, it's not the biggest deal. Everyone I feel like is very accepting and open, and I've never had any issues or seen any issues online. I know that sometimes on TikTok it can be a bit weird. People get a bit mad when a random person blows up and it's, it's a whole situation for no reason. But I feel like it's so nice to be able to just hear other people's opinions, and even if they're different to yours, it just opens your mind more about the book. The next point is, audiobooks count. I don't know why this is even an argument online, but audiobooks do count. If all you can do in your day is listen to a book, guess what? At the end of it, we still consume the same piece of media. We can still have a conversation about it. And there's I don't see the difference. Sometimes people's lifestyles, it's just audiobooks is all that they can consume. So what? Like, I don't even understand how it is an argument online and how people don't think it counts because you're not, quote-unquote, reading the words. You're listening to them. At the end of the day, I could say, oh my god, do you remember this quote? And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Did you hear about this thing that this character did? And you're going to know what I'm talking about. I don't understand why people think that it's not. In my mind, it doesn't even make sense. I don't even see an argument of why they wouldn't count. You know, it's, it's... Entirely, as I said, reading is entirely personal. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable. And if you can't enjoy it through physically reading a book and audiobooks is how you do that, amazing. Go for it. If all you can do is listen to audiobooks on a commute to your work or to college or when you're walking around, amazing. You have consumed that piece of media and it counts as a book that you have read. I see a lot of people as well, they always give out, being like, oh, you can't put that on your Goodreads, you didn't read it, you listened to it. I just, I don't, I don't get the argument. I really, really don't. It just annoys me, I just don't understand how people can actually sit there and say that. So yeah, they're all the points that I actually have, which was actually really quick, it was only about 20 minutes. I do really quick wanna circle back though to the very, very first point, because I, again, magic word of the episode, pressure, I brought it up so many times. Reading is fun. You know, it's it's meant to be fun. I read, oh, I think, God, oh, like 12 books in January and between September or October and September, I think, I read three. <laughs> sometimes you're in the mood and sometimes you're really just not in the mood and that is fine. I think even just going through with this podcast now, I feel like I have to read some more. I'm like, oh my God, I have to get this book finished because what else am I going to talk about in the podcast? And I have to get this finished because I need to be able to talk about it or post a TikTok about it. And it's something that I feel like everyone falls into in various different aspects of their life. And reading just is, it do, it's not where it belongs. You know, it's meant to be enjoyable and as I said I'm reading Iron flame at the minute I've been reading that now for about two weeks and I'm just a little over halfway and that's fine I'll get it I know I'll finish it I know I'm loving it and it doesn't mean that I don't because I haven't been reading it I just don't have the time and I'm not going to again put that pressure on myself and force myself into something that I don't want to do because it's not going to end well for me it's just going to end up of me hating reading and hating what I'm doing and I don't want to do that because so far I'm really enjoying posting online about books and making this podcast about books and I want to grow to include some of my friends and my family in episodes and talk about stuff that they love and books that they're obsessed with and hear their point of view on what they think about how you can get back into reading and the online community around books and everything so it's just it all really does come back to that pressure It shouldn't, it's not, it's not where it belongs in reading. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable and it can be. So just make sure that you're not forcing yourself into something that you don't want to do. If you want to read two books a year, awesome. Go for it. I would love to recommend some of one of those two books that you read. And if you just want to listen to books, listen to books. If you don't even want to read, you just like consuming media around reading. Because honestly, most of the videos are very relaxing to watch and put on in the background. That's perfectly fine. So yeah, that's kind of all that I have for this week. It's a very short episode, but, you know, some of them will be. Again, it's back to that pressure of I don't want to make a super long episode if I don't have stuff to talk about in a super long episode because I'll just end up rambling. This episode has honestly been an absolute pain to record. I have had nothing but the worst technical difficulties with this episode. I bought a microphone that doesn't work. Didn't work in my house. Came to the college. If you're wondering if you're watching this episode, that is currently what you're looking at. Is the radio room in my college. Um, The mic didn't work in here. Thought it would. I'm currently recording on an audio desk that is probably more expensive than my life. That's quite terrifying, to be honest. But yeah, it's just, it's been a pain, but you know, again, no pressure. i <laughs> um, trying to just relax. I'm also sick at the minute. I'm really sick at the minute. I, it's a miracle. I'm actually still speaking right now. I woke up this morning without a voice. So it's just been really a week for it. So I do apologize for the shorter episode, but it's honestly a miracle. I'm getting anything out at all. I hope you enjoyed regardless um and yeah listen on spotify apple podcast make sure you subscribe and like the youtube channel as well where you can watch the podcast if that's what you enjoy doing and yeah i will see you guys next week for next week's episode thank you so much